Welcome back for another episode of the AWG Podcast, where we discuss the biggest topics and trends in the water sport and boat tour industry. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join our mailing list by visiting watersportpodcast.com. After you finish listening, continue the conversation in our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 76 of the Awkward Water Sports Guy podcast. And today we are interviewing Kevin Nobis, managing partner of Benita Jet Ski and Parasail out of Benita Springs. Are you guys going to give me shit? Did I say it right? Benita? Yeah, you said Benita, yeah, not Bonita, not Bo right. Beckler. Uh, they're making fun of me because not I was saying good. it wrong. Not a good. I think I got it right though. But before we begin, uh, I just want to put it out there that by the time this episode airs, we're going to have our early bird pricing for the water sport and boat tour conference in Orlando, September 26th and 27th. The early bird pricing is 149 is good until July 1st. And that includes lunches, evening tickets for evening events, all the roundtables and presenting and networking that we have at the event. Kevin was there, both Kevins. <laughs> Obviously yeah. Kevin was there, but Kevin Kevin was there. Dude, you don't you don't like you don't warm it up or nothing, man. You just you just go straight for the hard pitch on our poor listeners, man. You don't you don't just, you don't lick nothing. You just stick it right in. Fucking <laughs> raw dog. No KY nothing, man. Boom. Well I Come like to our do convention. That. <laughs> just raw dog in that heart well, zone, I was man. I was gonna save like one episode for us to talk about the conference more in detail. But anyways, early bird pricing, we'll have a link on our Facebook page. I'm gonna dude, I'm gonna open the next one, bro. Like you're I right, go you're just terrible, bro. Like Jesus Christ, man. You need to be behind a computer. Let me do the hard selling. You do the marketing, man. Like, god damn, dude. I just this that's terrible. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize on being <laughs> Don't come to our shit. Pay full price, you morons. <laughs> Get that Kevin. early bird now. Kevin, how are you doing? I'm good. Where are you at? You, you're you're somewhere right now, right? Are you talking to me or, or Novus? I'm coming to you. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 so, okay. Look, now I'm, on, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna say O'Neill or Nobis. We'll just do that so we don't get confused. I'm in, I'm in. I'm in. Um, I'm in an Airbnb, and I knew this would be like the best recording because of how dead it is. Because I got a mattress above me. I got like a mattress. You know, it's one of those sleeps twenty, but it's got yeah. like four beds in one bedroom. You know, so I'm literally sitting in like a child's. Like all I need is a sheet down this other side of me here, and it'd be like a fucking tree fort or something, man. Yeah, I'm in um I'm in Galveston. So, um, for for anybody that doesn't know, me and um Sean Walsh, regular listeners to the show, he was a guest. Awesome, uh, about a year back. You know, I, I calls it how I sees it, man. He's like wanted to get started in the game, and he started doing jet skis, and he's like really busting ass, and he was like looking for some boats, and I had some extra ones, and I'm like, dude, let's. Let's fucking partner up and do some shit in Galveston. So uh, Galveston Boat Rental just launched um, this weekend. And and so, um, after you know, obviously I was in, I was in uh, Florida for Destiny for the weekend because everything was crazy. So um, I shot up here and he's running the show. It's his business, man. But I'm, you know, I'm just I'm sort of silent partner, but I want to see what he had going on, see what I could throw in there. Oh, you're so. not going to be silent. What are you talking about? <laughs> silent partner, my ass. <laughs> That's fucking very valid. Very valid. I'm like, what the fuck? I'll call him in three days. I'm like, we don't drop the boats in. When I dropped my three boats in, I was a millionaire. After my first weekend. 
<laughs> Great. Well, uh, Kevin Nobis, we are happy to have you on the show. Uh, Kevin Nobis has been a huge uh, listener, supporter of the show. He was at our conference last year. He's one of those operators that truly cares about the industry, truly cares about what, what's happening for the betterment of you know, all, all the businesses here. So, Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. Me and, Ke- me and Kevin met at Arrival. Yep. Uh, at lunch, dude, before the Awkward Water Sports Guys podcast was even a thing. Or, right. Uh, yeah, man. It's fucking crazy, dude. We were just like, we sat and had lunch together. And I was like, man, this guy's fucking awesome, dude. And we've had a lot of great conversations. And, you know, I consider you a, I consider you a friend, man. You know, he's like one of the people that reached out to me when I was in the hospital. And we talked a little bit about that, about the show. And, yeah, dude. What is it like? Real recognized, real the kids say, right? You're like a, a real water sports guy, man. So definitely got a lot of respect from us for sure, dude. How's how's your season, man? How's everything going so far? It's been good, man. It's been really good. Um, yeah, that was wild meeting you at a at a rival. That was cool. And then when I discovered your podcast, I was like, "That's that fucking dude I was eating lunch with." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What's the chances of this?" And, and uh, but at that time when I discovered you guys, because I kind of found you a little later after you started, well, probably six months after you started the podcast. And uh, and at the time I found you, I was like, it was 2020, you know, end of 20, end of 21. And I was so overwhelmed and so like didn't know what was happening because of the influx. And you guys, I just want to say thank you so much because I would drive, be driving trailers all across town back and forth. And I'm listening to this podcast and like, you were my, you were like my mental health counselors. Like I would like relate with stuff you're saying, you, my light, the light bulb is going off. You're giving me all these ideas. I'm like, dude, these guys are giving away all the secrets. I'm like, I mean, Kevin was like, the way he thinks is very similar to the way I think. I think we agree on 99% of the stuff <laughs> like that, that is said on the show. So just, just want to thank you for starting this community. Freaking awesome. I look forward to the podcast every week. And uh, can't wait till the fall to see you guys at Arrival again, probably, and the uh, conference in Orlando. But yeah, man, dude, thanks, bro. That's so awesome of you to say, man. Uh, That's 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 awesome, dude. Yeah, for sure, man. We try. It's real funny, man. I I I get like um, I I know like in my old age, like my I uh, probably some people listen to the show and they like wonder. They gotta wonder like if if you're in business for any amount of time, you listen to a podcast and generally. You're always like, all right, what's the what's the carrot? You know, where the the carrot at the you know, where's the pitch? You know, where's coming? So one day when this beard is completely gray, I'll probably do some type of consulting because I've I'm always like, man, you know, I'm like, I would like to block this show from everybody in our market. I wish I could like because there is some stuff where I'm like, I like look at our pay per click costs and I'm like, oh yeah, they've been paying attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're listening. Steve Steve gives me shit all the time. He's like, maybe you should not talk so much about what you do on your podcast. I was like, I keep a couple things in the in in my back pocket for the, you know, for when I do have something to sell you, fucking guys. You know, I'll be like, all right, this this is the one NFTs. (laughs) (laughs) So, Kevin. Tell us a little bit how you got into water sports. So long story short, I, I actually was at Ohio State. I met a gal from Naples, and um, she introduced me to my now business partner. And I ended up coming down to Florida, and uh, 
you know, I just started working a beach concession, carrying chairs and renting skis. And, you know, I think I was making five bucks an hour cash back in 1998. And I mean, it was pure uh, lifestyle job. I mean, I was absolutely in love with it. My, you know, my now partner, who's my boss back then, was just a fantastic guy named Bill Hansen. And he just became a real great friend, mentor. And we've, you know, we've got a 25 year relationship going, building this business together. And I mean, back then we had two locations. We're more down to one now. But uh, when we lost the other one, we just put all our efforts into, you know, the one we have now in Benita. But uh, so, you know, long story short, the first 10 years was, you know, mostly lifestyle and just living it and partying and renting skis and just, you know, working every single day unless it rained, you know, that was just how we did it. And, uh, you know, I think after the economy crashed, we started getting busier and getting more employees. And, you know, I started really learning the business and, uh, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, the iPhones come out and social media, and you know, I had made a lifestyle change that my son was born like in 2010. So I really just took all my energies, got a MacBook pro, got final cut pro, a GoPro and started learning how to make videos and just started blowing up, you know, my Facebook page with these little goofy videos I made with skis and dolphins jumping and, you know, just, yeah, I, st- I stole one of those photos, by the way, just so <laughs> I want to, I want to just go on record. There's this great picture that he had and he called me on it. I had no idea where it came from. I, I don't even know that I stole it. Somebody on our team fucking probably stole it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'll steal pictures. I don't give a shit, but, but it came up and Kevin said something in the group. He's like, yeah, it's a great picture. Like I took it. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's cool. It's crazy. I like deleted it. Not the picture, your comment. I'm like, no, 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 I don't fuck this guy. <laughs> That's original content. What are you talking? It's so badass. Like the dolphins, like fucking like right there. Like, man, yeah. it's probably the best dolphin jumping a picture like ever fucking in life, dude. It, it, it could be like a fucking headshot of a dolphin. It's so good, man. Hey, everyone. We're going to take a quick break and talk about our sponsors for the month. Amp Agency. Amp is a full service digital marketing agency that specializes in tour, rental and destination marketing. We would not have sponsors on the show if we could not vouch for them ourselves. Amp Agency does a bunch of stuff for Destiny Water Adventures. Personally, I 100% vouch for this guy. I've I've handed them over to other companies in the past before they officially became a sponsor, and they have had nothing but great things to say. If you guys are doing your own marketing and doing a piss poor job of it, do yourselves a favor hand yourselves over to amp agency specifically steve edwards their ceo will call you personally and have a great conversation with with you about what you guys need to do for your marketing listen guys they do pretty much everything in digital marketing website development maintenance google adwords ppc graphic design social media management seo and a myriad of other things when you choose a marketing company it's so important to choose a company that knows your industry and AMP Agency knows activity marketing, especially water sports and tours. They got a promo going for Awkward Water Sport Guy listeners for their, their managed websites. Use promo code Awkward Podcast when you go to AMP.agency. Again, that's AMP.agency, promo code Awkward Podcast. You get three months free and get started with AMP Agency. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. We get so many of those people, like, they always tell us, uh, you know, we Photoshop. I had this group of cute girls, little, you know, these kids with their parents come up and go, 
those are Photoshop. Those are Photoshop. And we're like, all right, well, you go on the tour and tell me if they're Photoshop. So they go on our tour and they come back and they're all giddy and laughing. And we got just these killer pictures of these dolphins jumping right next to their ski with them in the picture. I'm like, I told you they weren't. So it, it was really fun to see that. that Kev, how, how big is your operation, man? So what do you guys got? You know, we've got a, we're just on a small little, we're on a, we're a beach location. We're on Bonita beach. Uh, we're at a restaurant called docks beach house. We've got, you know, public County parking lots on both sides of us. So we're a pretty sweet location with, you know, public parking all around. Uh, it's still limited, but it's, on, we've got a hundred foot of beach and we've got a kiosk and we've got, you know, we run between 20 and 25 skis, uh, out of there. And then we've got our parasail boat and we do umbrella chair rentals, uh, and paddle boards and things like that. But so, and we got probably 20 guys that work for us. You know, we usually work about, you know, in season eight to 10 guys a day on the beach. And, you know, you need a lot of man. Uh, oh, for the chair, for the chairs, for the, for chairs. the chairs. And, and we do a lot of tours and a lot of out front rentals. So, and like what I changed was I always have spotter. We never used to have spotters and guys go out and keeping an eye on these people because they have to stay in sight anyway. But, you know, I made a change because these newer skis, these VX, the 21s and up, they're top heavy. They flip over so much easier. I sunk so many skis in the last couple of years and, and hydrolocked a ton of motors. And we had to reduce Ugh. the weight limit. We had to, and, you know, we had a holiday weekend. We didn't have one breakdown and one sinking all weekend because I had two spotters out there all day long. I mean, you got a beehive of 20 skis, 25 skis going back and forth. Paracel captains are pissed. They're getting away from the, the beehive. And uh, God, I think, you know, so, you know, I really up That's, my game and I, I hear you, Kevin, the safety. I like you're, you're in my head, you know, so I'm, <laughs> I'm up in my well, game. Yeah, dude. You know, it's just like at the end of the day, bro, like realistically, if you got 25 skis, you know, what would you realistically need to up your, Hey, go get out of here as i mentioned like i'm in my kid's bedroom doing this so so it's, uh, <laughs> ripley is like the the guest our special guest in about 20 different episodes <laughs> um you know it's like it, the math on it's not that hard bro like it, labor costs you know i get it but if you had to get somebody for 10 hours at 300 bucks 25 skis like the math on it's like it, it's it's like you know it's like five bucks or something like that Right. And and we and we talk about like the dam the damage protection or the you know because we now we've seen that the jet ski damage protection we've had to play around with that price but it gives you that flexibility if you can pop an even another twenty bucks just to cover that ambas- ambassador or whatever you uh, spotter or whatever it is right. it's like how many again it doesn't it affects in my opinion it affects your bottom line in other ways. Um, you know, such as like no, no more damage, you know what I mean? Or lack of damage, having the spotter, them buying the protection equals better, more reviews if they bought it and you got to pay for the damage and whatever, you know, you got enough in that damage fund to cover it, maybe make some profit. And then you don't have the fucking accident. You don't have the ski down. You have two more employees. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. I, I, I just feel like there's, there's a way, some way to cover that, that cost that just it can be beneficial. We don't even I don't even do free ride, bro. I only do tours, and it's not for it's not even necessarily oh, like for the safety of the customer. It's just because I need to sleep, man. Like I, I I get a call in the morning, like we have four skis down because you know what I mean. You got a hole punch in the side of one or hydro locked or whatever because they flipped it. It's like man, if you you can get one of your guys out there to that guy, if they flip it, 
and they see it, and boom, he's out there getting it open. You might be able to save that hydro lock. You might be able to save that engine. So it's like, I don't know. And on top of it, I mean, not to tell tales out of school, my partner, who's actually going to be on the next show, he did a raise on, he did a holiday pricing on skis at $180 for an hour, dude. I was like, I was like, why are skis down? Like, why are we not like running skis? And then I looked at the price and I did the math and I was like, okay, I'm fine with that at gas. <laughs> like, I'll keep yeah. three skis sitting back on the dock because I just got the money for it. And on top of it, we have not, like, since we have, since we've gone to straight tours, just the damage, dude, they buy the damage protection. It's just cash in our pocket because they're not smashing into each other because our guide is out there like nah, stop doing that get off his ass you know what i mean like don't you know don't play chicken oh no we lost him boom that was weird yeah so that was yeah. Weird. But anyway it sounds like you guys are doing the right thing so tell me a little bit more about like uh your rentals versus your tours what do you what do you what do you what do you see out there as far as like rentals versus tours allocation of resources that sort of thing um, I mean, so we, we set aside like the morning tour, we try to push the, the, the most skis for So we'll set aside, you know, if we got 25 skis down there, we'll, we'll allocate 12 skis for our morning tour. We'll do two, six, you know, we don't do any more than six skis per tour. So we'll do two, six ski tours in the morning first thing. And then we'll allow allocate like a, a six ski tour at noon and another one later in the afternoon, uh, depending on the time of year. Um, so, you know, during the pandemic, I mean, our tours were, you know, they were half our business. I mean, they're just huge. You know, we were just selling out all summer long. And then all of a sudden, like in March, we were selling out. And then all of a sudden, April hit and our tours just started like going down. I was like in this, of course, our searches were down and I was just like, whoa. Um, so tour, like and the summer crowd is more a free ride crowd, it seems and the spring break crowd and spring breaks typically for our market because we're in Southwest Florida is a massive time of year. So spring break has been the busiest time of year for us ever since we started the business 35 years ago until last summer. Last summer was the first summer that ever beat our spring because of the pandemic. Now I'll, we'll see what happens this year because our spring was pretty strong. I mean, had we had tons of weather like you guys were talking about last episode and that hurt us. We had more refunds than I've ever done, minus the, you know, 2020. But um, had, had we had the weather, we actually would have beat 21 in the spring. But, I mean, it dove off a cliff in May. And we're down. I mean, it's the 31st. I mean, I can just tell you now we're down 50% over last May. Mm. Um, you're, but you're one, of, you're one of the many operators I've heard that from, dude. But we're still up 25% over 2019. So I'm going off 19 numbers and I'm, I'm growing from 19. I'm, I'm happy. You know, it's funny, so, Kevin, your numbers are almost exact. Like we, we were down 40% from 2021 trip track as a whole. I mean, all of our markets. So up, but we were up 30% from 2019 for May. So we're kind of in that, I wouldn't say in the middle, but like the middle low range between 2019 and 2021. And I'm right. fine with that. You just, yeah. it, it was really that those first few weeks of May where it's typically kind of slow, but last year it was just buzzing because people just, they were spending money and they were traveling and they were taking advantage of the, you know, that lull between spring and summer and, and all, all the good things that, you know, you, you can get. I mean, I know up here, 
the rates are substantially lower for lodging first couple of weeks of May compared to the last two weeks of May or even summer. So if your kids are not in school yet, the parents are working remote, you have all this money from yeah. stimulus, like why not go now? I mean, May is the most beautiful time to visit Florida, oh, in my opinion. So um, yeah, it, it was, it's really wild to see it. But like, I look at 2021 and I just try not to even think about comparing it's like apple to oranges so it's well but it's crazy how how close we are you know number wise yeah i want to i want to i want to switch i want to like completely take a whole left whole ass left turn um and we can we can edit this out um kevin if um are you cool talking about your personal life with like a little bit what we talked about arrival sobriety that sort of shit yeah awesome awesome um it's just something that like I, i it's like a sort of um it means a lot to me, you know, us just having that conversation at at arrival a little bit. So I want to take a left turn because I think a lot of operators, especially guys that come from us being workers first and then moving into, you know, a, a higher level of responsibility, the um, the routine that we get got in as being just an employee, being at happy hour, being in water sports is lifestyle. And, um, especially South Florida, I'm sure your region's no different, North Florida. And it's kind of like an unspoken animal in the rules. There's a lot of guys with mental health issues and substance abuse problems in our industry. Um, you know, it's it, from the stress or from the party lifestyle, being, being out there in spring break for lots of years, you start off as a young guy, you go to happy hour, you're partying with girls. And if you stay in this industry as a, you know, like you said, it's like a lifestyle. There's some, um, there's pitfalls in this lifestyle. And, um, I mean, would you mind? So, so what, what, so how long have you been sober? Uh, to actually celebrate 10 years at, um, the Orlando event. Dude, uh, that's like awesome, really, bro. It was pretty wild when, uh, I showed up there and I was asked to speak and hang out, you know, do the interview with, uh, Doug and, uh, and it was, uh, it was bittersweet for me because it felt like I, you know, I had made it, you know, I was getting recognition in my industry. Like, cause I, this is my identity, man. I've been doing this yeah. five years. It's yeah. like, like when you guys started this podcast and I could relate to you and like, I felt, I could feel it and I could feel it like from you and talk the way you speak about your business. And I was like, dude, this dude is me. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Literally, same name. And, and like, <laughs> you know, I was a little funnier like you, but you I mean the comic relief you give just like just was so re- so wonderfully accepted when you know, uh, because it just just made me feel great about it. But anyway, so you know, I, I mentioned earlier in the in the interview that you know I made a lifestyle change. My kid was born in 2010. You know, I was like, it was time for me to uh, realize it was time to grow up. Honestly. I mean, that's what, what was going on. I mean, I lived a very fun beach lifestyle for many years from 98 to 12 years. I mean, it was like, I'm very responsible, but my life was the beach and party, you know? And yeah. then, but I was, I always got up. I always showed up to work. I don't care how long over I was. I was there, you know? And I knew that three o'clock was coming around and I could have a beer. That rule changed. That was way back in the old days when, when a few beers before closing time was okay, but that's not okay anymore. Um, so, not when you own the place. Yeah. But anyway, 
but you know, so I had to make a transition and I, 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 you know, I stopped drinking. I changed my priorities and I put all my energy towards building the business and taking care of my kid. And my business partner was nothing but supportive. And because he was my, one of my drinking buddies too, but you know, a lot of guys experience a little backlash. If you quit drinking, everybody's like, Oh man, well, you're not going to drink. Da, 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 da. Like, you know what? That's my personal choice. You know what? You want to drink? That's cool. I got no problem with that. And, uh, and I've had guys on my teams that have, have had some, uh, you know, substance abuse issues and I, I steer them in the right direction. And if they, they screw up, I, I cut them. You're gone. I said, that doesn't, that doesn't, you know, fly in my business anymore. You know, I don't drug test. I don't, you know, everyone's going to smoke a little weed and do what they're going to do. And I'm dude, I, I live and let live. I don't, I don't tell you how to live your life. If you're doing your job and you're respectable and you know, do what you want on your own free time and it's not affecting your performance. I got no problems. Um, yeah. So, you know, but I, when I do see a problem, I try to tell these guys, listen, man, you know, it's, it's not a good look for you. You're not, this is not the way to live, but you know, I, I preach a little bit and but if they screw up, I cut them, you know, I had a, I had to cut a guy about six months ago, showed up drinking at our CPR meeting and, he thought it was okay to start drinking beers while we're having our CPR class. And then he just took off. And the next day he shows up to work. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you sealed your fate, bud. You're done. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. don't come, you're not coming back. And like in the old days, you'd give everybody a second, third, fourth chance. But then I lose respect. And like, and then my guys are like, think they can do whatever they want. It's like, that, that's the old days. The new days is like, no, too much responsibility got, out there, too much safety. I know four guys. Uh, I got to make sure I got this right. One, two, three, four guys that um, I know in water sports that committed suicide. Every single one of them had substance abuse problems, fucking drank seven days a week, uh, you know, highly depressive. And, um, as, you know, and two of those guys were parasail guys. You know, I, I, nobody like every parasail guy, every parasail captain I know, every mate I know. As a drinking problem. I, I don't, I, and, and I'm saying that all of them in the world do. I'm, I mean, Key West is a different animal, but man, when you, to, to be out there when you're driving that boat and you were like, we call it, uh, you know, your asshole puckered tight. You know, we talked a little bit of, about, um, unfortunately just recently there was an accident in, in marathon Florida and somebody got killed. But when you make a, a call in that game and you're out there or sorry you, you make a bad call weather whatever happens you have a squirrely landing anybody who's ever driven a parasail boat knows what an oscillating chute looks like and what your heart feels like when that chute's oscillating is coming in for a landing so when a chute oscillates just imagine like a pendulum on a clock but up and down as well so you have left to right up to down and you're trying to take this thing and bring them in like you're trying to fucking thread a needle sometimes and and with shaky hands. And so when you get done with that day, if you're in a squirrely wind day or a bad weather day or you got out there and pushed it and you get done, man, you know, there's not a parasail captain on the planet their first year that they weren't waking up going, looking outside, looking at the palm trees, man. I It took me six months after being out the boat that I was like, not look out the window and look at a tree and see how the wind was moving, you know, to this day. Like I can, you know what I mean? We were, I was on the boat with Sean today and I was like, and he, he was like, well, we're getting going to go out in the bay. And I was like, ah, it's like 12 to 15. 
You know what I mean? Like, and I didn't even have to look at Windfinder. I could tell you what the wind was. Yeah. And so you go through that in those first couple of years and those first couple of years, man, the way you deal with that, when you get done, like you go and you have a shot, you go have a drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's fun. Like you said, like the beach life, it's fun, but then it becomes like a coping mechanism. You're self-medicating because you're just like, you know, on edge all the time. That's why I am so crazy about safety because of that background, because I've just, I've been on the water for so long. Like I've seen so many crazy things happen well, I'm like, man, I'm a seasoned veteran captain, and I got, I got fucking gam gam from fucking Minnesota out there driving a fucking pontoon boat, <laughs> a fucking forty mile an hour squall. Like I fucking, you know, she's gonna die on the boat from a heart attack. You know, I'm, I'm shitting my pants, and I'm bad twenty years in the game or fifteen years in the game. You know what I mean? She doesn't, you know. So it's like one of those things where even then I still feel it. You know, I mean, we talked a little oh, yeah. bit about sobriety at the thing, like, um, because when I, I wasn't drinking in Orlando and every, no, it's funny how nobody actually really notices. Like once it gets going, like they just keep on getting more bombed and you're like drinking a Coke and they're like, oh man, I want to do a shot. I'm like, no, nope. and they're nope. like, oh, you don't do shots. I'm like, I don't do anything. You're hammered. Let me get you home. It's all good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. So, you know, it's it, for me, it, it was about learning how to live my life, um, you know, it wasn't, you know, learning how to live sober, it, you know, what do I, what do I do now that I don't have this coping mechanism? You know, I, 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 you know, I bounce stuff off guys that are like-minded, you know, that don't want to have to drink and cope with that. You know, I, you know, I exercise, I go to the gym, I, uh, I got meditations, I got, you know, heck the breathing app on my Apple watch, this, that kind of shit. But you know what? The hardest, the hardest, personally, the hardest time in my life, besides when I got sober. 10 years ago was last spring during COVID when I was so overwhelmed and I had to learn to let go because I'm such a control freak when it comes to my business. And I have to know everything. I mean, every fair Harbor reservation comes through my phone, every freaking little teeny detail, every phone call I record, I can hear every conversation from every employee. And then I lost my shit because I could not maintain that control anymore. And I about hit a wall so hard that I had, it was affecting my family life, affecting my personal life. And I, I had to go to my business partner. I said, dude, I, I can't do it like this anymore. I need help. I need more employees. I got to change the, the system. I got to, I got to bring people from within up and I need to learn how to trust them. And so I know you've talked about that stuff too. And you had to do the same thing with uh, last year. Cause you're, you know, your, your baby was born, but that's probably one of the hardest things I've ever done is to had to, to let go and trust some employees. And I'm sure Greg's been through that same thing because he got he has such a big business. But that was like for me, I could I always could, you know, have my hand on on every little detail. But but I, I'm still like even last week I reverted some old behavior and like found myself getting obsessed over some small detail. And it's like, dude, what am I doing? I like everything's successful, calm down, just you know, let the team do it. I got one bad review and it, you know, throws me off the, the rail. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, it's, you know, because I, I take it personally, it's my identity, you know, and um, I care. And I'm like, how do I not care? How do I not care as much? I can't not care. So it's been a wild ride and I'm just learning how to just to let go. And Maybe it's Kevin's. Maybe it's that name. Maybe like <laughs> there's some curse, dude. Like you literally, it's funny, dude. Cause last year I did that. And I preached it 
And I like last episode, I was telling Greg, I was like fucking in the hospital, like watching boats go out in the gulf. Dude, I heard that. That was that was killing me. That was me. And I'm, I was, I'm still, I'm still, dude. And like, like all transparency, man. Like as crazy as this fucking sounds, dude. Like I fucking started drinking again, man. After I had my heart attack, bro. Like I fucking like nothing crazy. You know, and I know it's no bueno because my doctor's like, there was, it was like, why did you start drinking like after your heart attack? I was like, because well, I kind of am a little pissed off, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I felt like I was doing everything right. You know, I was like, you I gotta make some life. Everyone keeps telling me I got to make lifestyle changes. I'm like, well, fuck it. I guess I'll stop going to the gym and drinking beers every day. <laughs> you know, that was my lifestyle before, you know. Yeah. But, but to that point, it, that, it's so funny, dude. I just, I got a one star from this guy. And I just, I knew that he was not, it was a, like, he was, he sent me like 12 emails. If I did not refund this guy, I would be, I mean, he'd be emailing me right now. He'd be calling me right now. And he was, oh man. I mean, the rain came and he was on a boat and he got wet. He was not expecting to get wet on this boat, Kev. <laughs> he's like, he's like, my children got wet. My grandmother got wet and they had asthma and they were on the boat and we did not expect to get wet. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, through gritted teeth. I was like, yeah. Who'd have ever thought you'd get wet on a boat? Oh it's literally, and I, and I knew I could get it past him. He's like, yes, it's, you maybe tell your employees next time that you do not have that go and get on the boat when it is raining. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'll definitely, I can't wait to get my, and I'm just gritting my teeth and I'm just like, yeah, dude, I'll just, I'll give you the refund. Just, can we please stop having this conversation? Cause there's only so long that I'm going to not be like, Fuck you, motherfucker! Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Fuck you, you fucking idiot! Like, I can't believe I'm having this conversation. And I just slipped one by. I was like, yeah, me too. Me too. I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you. I'm like, I just, I'm, I'll give you the refund, please. If you oh leave the one-star review up too, I'll just leave it up so others can know that you might get wet if you're on a boat. <laughs> I want everybody to know that. Don't take that one-star review. Leave it and get the... Yeah, but I feel I you, know. dude. Like me, me and my partner, we just got into an argument because he, um, he tried to pull my so info at Destiny Water Adventures catches everything, including my Fair Harbor bookings, and he took it upon himself to remove my notifications. Like one day, I was like losing my mind. I'm like, dude, it's like twelve. Like, why haven't we should have like thirty bookings? I'm like, why am I not getting looking at my email? He's like, yeah, yeah, I was just clogging up the inbox. And my head blew like a fucking top. Right? Like my head just cracked wide open. I'm like, that is my fucking, I look at those emails. I look at the bookings. I see what they're doing. I see what discounts are being applied. I look at the fucking notes. There's a reason our marketing works because I pay attention to the fucking booking. Put it. He's like, well, what if I just create a whole, no, you're not creating a new email. Info at Destiny Water Adventures is where my fucking bookings come. God damn it. He's on next. We're gonna have him on in 15 minutes. I'm just fucking gonna yell at him again about it. We're getting to the uh, end of the show here. Uh, would you like to leave our listeners with a little bit of words of wisdom? 25 years of being a water sports. What do you? What can you leave us with? And 10 years of soberness. That's I love that part. I like yeah, that right. part. Oh God, I don't know, man. It's just uh, I'm still learning myself every day, and I was like. It's like, um, they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm like, I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm still, still working on that. But, um, you know, I, for me, I'm just I'm really lucky to have a great mentor who is, who is my business partner, who was, who was super patient, who was like, taught me so much about when I get 
squirrely and worked up about this stuff, he can just calm me down and, and, you know, he doesn't get worked up about the same shit I do. Now I, I'm a, I pay attention to detail and, you know, I'm the one managing the business. He lives happy go lucky lifestyle. <laughs> so it's easy for him to do that. But, um, you know what? It's just, uh, it's a day at a time, man. And, um, you know, I, I've just learned so much in this past year, just from what we went through with the pandemic and this explosion of business. And now we're kind of normalizing again, which is, you know, I'm okay with that, but you know what? I've just learned to listen to my team, trust my team. Um, and, just, just hear them out. You know, I, I, I find their niche and I, and I build upon that niche. I don't try to make them do something they're not good at or, or have expectations um, that aren't realistic for that particular guy or girl because mm-hmm. everyone's a little different. And you can't teach, you know, what, you know, not what Kevin and I have. I mean, and Greg, obviously. Um, but, you know, if, you just can't teach that thing. Either you have it or you don't. And if you have that drive and I see that drive, I'm going to go teach you how to tear down a freaking jet ski motor. And I'm going to teach you how to do this and that. If you want to learn it and you're into it, great. But I've just learned that, you know what, if, if there's some people that are just going to be with you for a few months, a few years, and there's other guys that, are, that the one opportunity to learn something and, and stick with it. And I'm going to take you under my wing. But, um, you know, but it's taken me a lifetime to, 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 to learn this stuff and I'm still learning, you know, and I, I, I screw up and I, I try to promptly admit to my guys when I'm wrong. And if I go off on them a few, you know, an hour later, if I can, or, or a few days later, the faster I turn around and say, I'm sorry, usually the better, but you know, Hey, I'm passionate. I'm intense. You know, I, I don't want shit to go wrong. I don't want people getting hurt. I want, you know, I want to make a lot of money, you know, all the above. So, you know, um, I'm just grateful for you guys, and I'm 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 happy to be on your show today. And oh, we're hey, dude, we're we're great. I'm grateful for you, brother. Like, I, if it's not for you, you know what I mean. It's very rarely we have a community where usually we're armies of one. And you know, you guys can't, you guys, we don't do video. You can't hear me, but the entire time, my head's just been like up and down, shaking my head up and down because me and Kevin are definitely cut from the same cloth. And um, I, I, got, I got nothing but respect for you and your operation. And I, it's it's rare that I can go and sit with a guy and just be like, yeah, man, like we fucking similar stories, same kind of life. Like we, we all know it, man, you know, and, and then have the openness to talk about it and share your story. And I just want to say thank you for coming on the show, dude, and, and sharing us a yeah. little bit. Thank you for opening up about your personal life, man. You know what I mean? I know yeah, those, a lot of things we can't talk about like that, where we don't yeah. talk about and yeah. um, we need to. You know, so thank you, brother. Thank you so much. And we appreciate it. Well, that's a wrap, guys. As always, make sure to check us out uh, in our Facebook group, Water Sport Activity and Tour. We changed the name. It's Don't forget the early bird special (laughs) at the fucking thing because (laughs) don't forget early bird special, guys. I'm going to, Greg, after the show, Thank me you, and you're going to talk about I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Greg's such an honest guy, man. You know what I mean? He's like... You gotta, you gotta, love, you gotta fucking love Greg. I love Greg because he's not, he's a, he will talk to you about marketing, give you all the keys of the kingdom, help you with your business, but a terrible fucking salesman. I swear to God, sometimes that's like push him on the side. Like, here's why you need to join Trip Shock because Greg fucking cares. <laughs> he's got the biggest house out of all of us, I can bet. <laughs>
<laughs> go join our group. It's it's water sport professionals activity 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 spelt wrong, but <laughs> it's me. It got you changed it. Yeah, it's like it is changed. Yeah, it's like wait, whatever. Change it back. It was driving you crazy. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate all for listening, and we will see you next week. And as always, keep it awkward. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have further thoughts, questions, or comments about this episode, head to our Facebook group, Water Sport and Boat Tour Operators, to continue the conversation. See you next time.